0: All right, Lions, it's all access with men's basketball head coach Stan Johnson. Each week, Coach Johnson will take Lions behind the scenes with the men's basketball program, talk about the new standard and upcoming events with the program. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: But well, before we get started, we just want to thank our sponsor LMU Athletics would like to thank University Credit Union for bringing you today's episode of All Access. University Credit Union is a proud supporter of the Lions family. You can visit your
1: local University Credit Union at ucu.org. It's a new year, and a lot has happened since
0: our last episode. Today, Coach Johnson and I sit down to talk about the Basketball Hall of Fame, adjusting to COVID-19, starting conference play, and adding to an already incredibly talented Lions roster. We also sit down to talk about the brains of these athletes and how they're succeeding in the classroom. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Head Coach Stan Johnson. Coach, thanks so much for joining us, and Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you. It's good to be here.
0: Absolutely. Did you get to uh, hopefully enjoy your time off over the new year a little bit?
1: Yeah, you know what? Um, tried to enjoy it as much as we uh, we could. Uh, tried to make the best of it. Um, you know, we didn't get the best of news uh, during that stretch, but good news is everybody's healthy and uh, we're at the beginning of something new and uh, we're looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. And it kind of answers my first question a little bit is just, you know, in, in the wake of the news that there were positive tests in the program and therefore shutting down activities uh, for at least 10 days. How is the team doing and how is the program doing?
1: Team is doing well. You know, the one thing about our group, we've got a very resilient group. And, um, you know, it, it's nice when you have a process in place like we've had in a system and, and you know, because you can fall back on that. And we went you know, back to when we all got together and in the summer and we were waiting and paused because of, you know, the same issues. We didn't have anybody in the program with COVID, but we had no gym open and no place to be. And we had to do everything through Zoom. And, you know, we talked about winning the weight then. And so we had already been through that. And to be able to come back and fall back on some of those same things and have the same kind of regiment already in place that they were used to helped us get through it. And I'm, I'm proud of our team and I'm proud of our guys they, you know, it's not easy to be quarantined for 10 to 14 days. And, uh, you know, they've, they really maximize it as best they could. And more importantly, mentally, they stayed in a really good place and that'll help us as we get back tomorrow.
0: How important was that positive mentality during this time, the shutdown?
1: Well, it's very positive. I mean, you know, you, you always have a choice and, it's a lot easier to be negative than it is positive in anything in life. Negativity is easy. Uh, finding things and ways to 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 stay positive about um, is hard. And our group stayed together, and you know, we found different ways to continue to improve. You know, in different areas of our program, you know, we found ways to learn more about how we could get better. You know, we had different nights of Zoom where we did Pictionary and, uh, you know, different games like that as a team and uh, guys, um, guys stayed sharp mentally. And I'm, I'm really proud of that, uh, regardless of, of the outcome of any game dealing with COVID and going through that is, you know, I wouldn't wish that on anybody
0: you mentioned kind of having fun and, and meeting over Zoom. And for those of our listeners who haven't read your new standard letter, what uh, specific adjustments have you guys had to make uh, to keep the program going and functioning and really maximize this time?
1: Well, again, uh, when you get hit with this, there's no blueprint for how to deal with it. And, um, you know, what we decided to do was to to try to find ways to to get better through technology. And we We met every morning at the same time we normally would practice and we went through our mental practice, our mental reps, and, you know, went back and watched um, our offense, the areas we need to improve on. One day we watched our defense. Uh, There was a day we went through special teams uh, in terms of zone press, things that we want to improve and get better at implement that we haven't spent a lot of time on. Um, You know, we broke down, where we were statistically uh, in a lot of different areas, put together individual films for everybody over their last eight games. I went back and watched all the games again and created an edit for each player on where they needed to get better. You know, Today we had a state of the program address in terms of where we are uh, as it pertains to the league, where we rank everywhere, how are we gonna improve, what we're gonna do to improve, what's the plan and how we're gonna approach the beginning of, of conference play, you know, so that's how we've done that while having some fun. Like I said, game nights, you know, where you're playing different games as a team and bonding that way and getting, getting closer. And our guys really bought into that. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of them.
0: Has the program now returned kind of back to its normal operations or as normal as you can be during these times?
1: Well, you know, we, we still don't technically have everybody yet back and that'll be, you know, hopefully by Friday, we'll have everybody back, you know, where we, we're back to complete normalcy.
0: You mentioned that state of the program address. And for those who may not have caught it, uh, what, what are the specific things you guys are doing, especially in terms of approaching conference play, uh, which is now right around the corner?
1: Well, you know, again, I, what I want them to see today was, you know, where we stood, you know, um, entering league play, you know, uh, where we were. Uh, where we rank in, front of, in terms of defensive efficiency, offensive efficiency, offensive rebounding, um, you know, turnovers, you know, all those things, and then, okay, what is the plan to fix that? You know, what do we need to start, stop, and continue? Uh, from a culture standpoint, you know, uh, what are some things culturally that we can get better at in our program? Uh, so, you know, that's that's kind of what that was about, and and how we've approached it, you know, for us, you know, offensively, the number one thing is we, we got to stop turning the ball over, you know, I think right now we're six in the league in offensive efficiency. Well, if we didn't turn the ball over, that number would be a lot higher, you know, defensively we got There's two things we have to do much better. We, we've got to, we've got to stop fouling at the level we're fouling at and we've got to defend the three point line a lot better. You know, those are huge areas. And, you know, from a culture standpoint, you know, we can be uh, a lot more relentless in everything we're doing. And that's from drill to drill. That's how we attack treatment in the weight room. That's how we uh, attack when we have a big lead in the game and we want to sustain it and grow it. And so we attack when we're down. So, you know, it's good to have this time to put a spotlight on those areas and, and, come out of this, you know, hopefully with a better game plan than we had before we went into it.
0: Do you think that this time during this, this mandatory shutdown uh, resulted in, in a positive positive? In what you were saying, it allowed you and the staff time to reflect and sit down and make those individualized tapes for each player and really look into the data uh, in a very concrete way?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, everything you have a choice and you can look at it two ways. You can say, boy, this stinks. We've lost three games. We've got to, know to postpone that we have to redo and you know uh that break would have been a great time for us to practice which we needed uh, especially us being new I was looking forward to that but I've said it all along there's still ways there's positives in everything it just comes down to how you want to approach it and the approach you have to it will dictate how you come out of it and what you do when you get out of it you know so we've chosen to not be Debbie Downers and woe was me. Uh, no excuses. Let's find ways to to continue to improve.
0: I know you've mentioned in in the past uh, a team's ability to, to pivot, and it sounds like these guys really did take this opportunity, uh, take the, this time that they could have been seen as a negative, and use it as an opportunity to pivot and improve.
1: Yeah, I mean, we you got to be flexible, man, and you got to be able to pivot. Things are going to happen. Uh, in this climate, that's our goals, And we've said all along the teams that can adjust and adapt without being paralyzed in terms of, man, what do we do? Oh my gosh, woe is me. Are the teams that are going to have a chance to have success? Now, I hope we can get to a point where we don't have to worry about things like this because um, winning is hard enough. But this is another element that you have to deal with if if you want to win. And you know, we're we're doing the best we can, and that's all I can ask our guys to do.
0: Do you think that once, you know, the world kind of returns to normal, whether that be later this year or next year, do you think it's going to seem a lot easier leading a whole basketball program as a head coach now that there's all that stuff you don't have to deal with?
1: Um, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily easier. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will say that, you know, when you're dealing with stuff like this, it's a high-level lesson on leadership. And I know certainly... I'll be much better a better coach uh, because of this um, than I was when I went in because it forces you to be you know so if if that means that'll allow things moving forward to be seem a little easier I'll take it but there's certainly nothing easy in what we do, but you do have a ability to have a little more consistency when you're not dealing with the uncertainty of COVID and what it presents.
0: Absolutely. And I want to talk a little bit more about games to come. Uh, and now, you know, by the time you guys play your next game against the University of San Francisco, it will have been 22 days since your last contest. Uh, does that time frame between the games uh, hurt a little bit, or does it actually allow the team an opportunity to keep growing? And like you said, kind of dive into the data and, and really be intentional about the things you're improving?
1: Well, 22 days. I've, I've tried not to even think about that. <laughs> We don't talk about how many days it's been with our guys. I oh, mean, that's almost a month. Think about that. It certainly doesn't feel that way, though. Um, that's 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 a long time. And um, again, all we can do is control what we can control. And when we get back, we've got to get back to being a good practice team. Uh, we got to get back to getting in proper shape and condition. And we have to grow in the areas that we have struggled with thus far um you know so you know the positives are you know it gave our guys a chance to hopefully understand that you know nothing is guaranteed in life and the thing that we all love doing playing basketball can be taken from you in an instant and i hope you know our guys will come back with more fire and more edge and a greater will because of what they lost. And, you know, hopefully it gave us a chance to um, heal up with any nagging injuries and things that we may have had. Uh, So that's how I'm going to choose to look at it. And, uh, you know, I hope we're better because of that.
0: Well, certainly we can't wait to, to see you guys get back out there and play. And, you know, heading into this first conference game, the team is five and three on the season. And now that you've had a little bit more time to reflect, what do you think that this team can do to carry that momentum? You know, it was three straight wins uh, heading into this this little shutdown. What can the team do to carry that momentum into conference play?
1: Well, we got to continue to prepare well. I thought our guys, you know, were, you know, we were really preparing at a high level and we were um, celebrating each other, you know, and what I mean by that is we were very external, you know, before a game started, the way we warmed up, our approach, um, our focus uh, was off the charts and we're going to need that in some in this league to continue that momentum. Um, you know, I felt like we were playing together, sharing the ball uh, offensively, you know, we need that to continue, you know, so those are the things that we must do. We And again, we got to do a better job taking care of the ball and guarding the three point line and doing some of those things. If we can do that then, we'll have great momentum. Our momentum will change, but momentum doesn't go away just because we've been off. And, you know, I talk to our guys all the time. That's false belief. You know, those those, those are mental things people put in their head. Um, there's been teams that have come back from this and, and been very good. Uh, there's been some teams that have come back and they haven't been so good. Every, everybody's different, but I think whatever your approach is mentally is is what you're going to get out of it.
0: Does the approach change at all in terms of preparation heading into conference versus any other non conference game, or do you approach this game as you would any other?
1: No. You know, in our program, every game is a big game, and that's our philosophy. You know, you don't change your preparation based on who you're playing. Um, There's a standard to live by, and it doesn't matter what the name is on the front of the jersey. Uh, Everybody uh, and every team we play. Um gets the same kind of preparation because there's a standard in our program. and there's a way we we plan, we prepare, and it's got to be a plus standard every time. Are,
0: what things specifically are you doing to ensure as a program and as a head coach uh, that that consistency does take place?
1: We hold them accountable, you know, and um, we don't uh, we don't let things slip and things have to be done at a high level. And if it's not, then there's consequences for that. You know, but that's what we do on our end. And that starts with me. I've got to make sure I'm prepared and that I'm putting them in, a, in the best situation to be successful along with my staff. And, and they've got to do their part to follow the game plan and, and execute you know, it's, it's, everybody's got responsibility on that.
0: Well, speaking about leadership and accountability, uh, now that there has been a little bit of that reflection time that we talked about, has there been anyone or any set of individuals on the team that has emerged as a leader that kind of surprised you?
1: No. I mean, you, you, you love asking me that question.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do.
1: I I think we have a lot of guys uh, that are stepping in and, and taking ownership and leading themselves uh, I there's not one person who's surprising me because I know what we have. And we have a high character group of guys that, that want to do really well. And they're all playing that role very well. well. That's great to hear.
0: And it certainly shows on the court again, you know, the, those three consecutive wins. It really did seem like a lot of those things were, were starting to come together a little bit. You know, I know in, in terms of stats, it seems like LMU was pretty much out rebounding everybody they played.
1: Yeah, you know, we've done a good job on the class. we got to continue to do that. That's really helped us. Um, And it's become part of our fabric and who we want to be. And, you know, uh, it's one of our our identities is to rebound, to be a a, a really good rebounding team. And, uh, you know, we've done that. we got to continue to do that.
0: Is that something that came about naturally with this team or was it implemented very intentionally and, and built up over time?
1: I mean, no, um, I think you are what you preach and, you know, we've from day one, we've said we've got to be one of the best rebounding teams in our league and in the country. And, um, you know, you got to give our guys credit because they're buying into that and they're doing that. You know, we, we have size, we have physicality, we have to use that, you know, to our advantage and they've done a great job in buying into that.
0: Well, speaking about size, you've got a six-six guard in Gary Harris Jr. that's coming into the program next season, uh, as you announced just before the new year. Uh, you've talked a lot in the past about building a program that's rich with talent from L.A., and he's another L.A. local that's coming back after the transfer. And it seems like he's bringing not only that local talent, but a lot of good experience as well.
1: Yeah, you know, he's a guy that went to a really good program in Siena. I mean, they won 20-plus games last year. Um, you know he's got great size at six seven. Play the guard spot, as good as athlete as there is. So he's really going to help us athletically. Um, and he's from LA, and we want to get bigger and deeper and 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 more athletic. And he he checks a lot of those boxes for us.
0: Well, I think I, I remember seeing at one point he was averaging as high as 20 points a game in, in one season. So do you feel like he's someone that is really going to come right out of the gate? You know, someone like, say, Jalen Anderson, who came into the program, obviously, as, as a younger guy, but really just exploded right away and, and really didn't need much adjustment time.
1: Well, I certainly hope so. I mean, everybody races a little different. You don't know how guys are going to adjust, but we took him because we expect him to be a really, really good player for us. And uh, I believe in time he will be.
0: And I know you, you've talked a lot about, uh, again, we mentioned building that L.A. talent. Uh, how important is that to, to continue into the future as well?
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't change. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we're going to do and that's who we're going to be. And we love L.A. and we want to keep these kids here. And, you know, we feel like this is a great option for them.
0: Well, it's certainly a, a talent-rich city, <laughs> you know, in, in terms of population and the number of good programs out there. Uh, you know, the talent pool should be, should be large.
1: Yes, sir. I would agree with that.
0: So I want to talk a little bit about the Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, Just before Christmas, nominees uh, for the Basketball Hall of Fame were announced for the class of 21. And, of course, we won't know the winners until September, but Rick Adelman and, and of course, uh, Paul Westhead uh, were announced as, as nominees, and, and Adelman uh, has been a nominee in the past, but it's a first-time nomination uh, for Coach Wested. And, and for those of you who, who may not know, uh, Rick Adelman was one of the best players to pass through LMU. He was a, a tremendous athlete, went on to enjoy a career in the NBA as both a player and a coach. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Coach Paul Wested uh, was the leader of the famous 1989-1990 uh, basketball team at LMU that went on to make that NCAA tournament appearance. Um, what does this mean and this recognition mean for the program?
1: Well, I I mean, it means more, hopefully for those two guys, you know, Coach Westhead and, and Coach Adelman, I mean, two uh, guys that had tremendous careers, you know, uh, as coaches. And what an honor that is to, to be a nominee. I mean, there's, those are things you dream about. That's legendary stuff. And it's really, really hard to be a Hall of Famer. It, it's hard to, to join that elite company of people, and just to be mentioned with them is unbelievable. You know, so we're we're excited for both of those great humans uh, who happen to be really good coaches, um, and we're proud that they represented Loyola Marymount the way that they did, both winners. Um, and we're all hoping that for them that they get in because they are very deserving. Of, of that recognition.
0: Oh, absolutely. And we will certainly all be watching in September. Uh, you know, seeing this and, and you know, bringing up the, the topic of the Basketball Hall of Fame, does it make you think at all about what kind of legacy you want to leave at this program? I know this is your first year as a head coach, but does it make you think about that at all?
1: Not at all. You know, uh, I'm just really at the beginning stages. Um, and I'm certainly thankful to those two guys, you know, for all they've done here. Uh, but I'm not really at a point to to be in reflection mode. Um, and I haven't done anything yet. You know, so uh, what I want to do is just give this team the best opportunity to win and be successful. And like I've said, a program that a lot of people can get behind because they're proud of it. And they're excited about where it's going. And to me right now, that's that's the mission I'm on.
0: Well, it seems like coaching in a very short time, if I may tip my hat to you, uh, that you certainly have done that.
1: Well, I'll take that. You know, um, I appreciate you saying that, and it, it's been awesome. You know, uh, this is a special place, special people, and I'm excited about what's to come. Absolutely,
0: and I want to switch gears, uh, just just briefly, um, as as we're getting towards the end of our time here, to talk about. Uh, grades. I know you mentioned in your new standard letter that this past semester, the team had a cumulative 3.0 GPA. That's fantastic. Uh, is that something that you always bring up as a focus for these guys, or uh, is this just a really, you know, talented group of student athletes?
1: I mean, I, I think it's both. Uh, but again, you know, like I tell my team all the time, nothing happens by accident. It doesn't. And uh, we have a standard here that we want to live by and who we want to be, uh, both as basketball players and as students. And our guys have embraced that. Um, you know, I think we were at like a 3.056, something like that. And I want to say that maybe the highest GPA in the history of the program. You know, so that's that's the kind of impact I want our guys to have. And those are the things I want them to experience. That That's exceptional. Uh, to be able to perform in school in a year where, you have every excuse not to, you're stuck in your rooms. You can't leave campus. You can't see your parents. You can't see your loved ones. Can't see your friends. Nobody's at your games. Um, They have every reason and excuse to be down. And all these guys continue to do is, is create a new path here. And I'm, I'm really proud of them. I'm, I'm proud to be their coach. And that to me, I mean, I want to win as badly as the next guy. I think, I hope everybody knows that, but, you know, to obtain that kind of GPA and that kind of success in the classroom means a lot more to me because I want these guys to leave here equipped and ready to have longevity and success in life. And um, that that's a great starting point.
0: Well, Coach, thank you very much. We really appreciate your time this week as always. Uh, it's nice to be able to speak to you again in the new year, and we look forward to the game this weekend.
1: Awesome. Thank you, guys. Have a great day.
0: If you want to stay up to date with all things LMU basketball, you can follow at LMULionsMBB on Twitter and Instagram to see what the Lions are up to this season. And of course, you can get your exclusive look into the men's basketball program right here on 88.9 FM KXLU each Tuesday at 6 p.m. or on LMULions.com slash podcast to listen back to each episode. And of course, you don't want to miss out on reading Coach Stan Johnson's new standard letters on LMULions.com lions thank you for joining us for all access with stan johnson join us next week as coach johnson continues to take you behind the scenes with the men's basketball program until next time i've been your host jonathan grace have a great week and go lions